Welcome to the Vlog Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Maverick and Goose of Digital Ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. Do you how long has it been since you've watched Hopkin? Uh actually not that long. I'm sure I've seen it within the last two or three years. Why? I, I, My wife loves I don't it. remember. I don't remember the last time that I watched it, but I do remember growing up watching that at my dad's house. We had like this closet that the sliding doors on the front broke and it was like an angled like attic. So it was one of those short closets, you know, kind of like Ooh, it was like just a dormer like thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the doors, they like broke and they locked in place. So we just went in the side and there was a little wooden panel and we busted that out. And then we'd like crawl in there, pull everything out. And we just created like our own little cockpit yeah. in there and just played Top Gun all the time. So that's awesome. man. <laughs> yeah. Actually, believe it or not, this is the second movie that Jesse and I ever watched together. I asked me how I know. I don't know, but uh, it comes up a lot. It's one of those reminiscent things. It's it's special to us. So Pirates of the Caribbean, first movie we ever saw got set up on a date together, that type of thing. And then this movie went back afterwards. Things were going well, and we decided to watch another movie, which was Top Gun. Top Gun. That works. Nice. And then you've got Air Force, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? Yes. So then it, it all comes around. I'm just a wannabe. But. Well, they're, they're Navy, but it works. Air Force. Flying, yes. Do love the flying. Now I feel like a giant turd. Why? Oh, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> no. I, I even missed that up. No, At least no, I no. got you right, though. No. There's something with that. Thank you. Thank you. That's how well, long. That's honestly how long ago I've seen the movie. Like, I just don't remember. And, and most people don't put it together. Usually like flying Air Force planes. Right. But no, it, it is a yeah. it is a Navy thing. I'm just thrilled to death right, that right. people don't lump me into the whole army category. Yeah, OK, I'll make I'm sure frozen. not to do that. No, you're not. Frozen. Well, you're frozen on your end. You're not frozen on my I'm end. Frozen on my end. You can send out the data. You just can't receive it. Apparently. So, but as long as you can hear me, I think that works. I can't hear you. When I'm frozen, I'm unfrozen now. But whenever I'm oh. uh, frozen, I can't hear anything. All right. So I guess for everybody listening, when Jared and I just start talking over each other, it's because Sorry. he can't hear me. Sorry. It and is, then I'll just laugh and giggle. What is it? It's <laughs> same. We're in the same time zone. So we are. It's nearly five o'clock. It is, it is peak time for everyone to be hustling and bustling about and using the, the old interwebs mm -hmm. around my area. So I would expect very low signal. Mm -hmm. You know what? I saw Diana the other day on an Instagram post and somebody was razzing her about her speeds and maybe she should check her speeds. And she's like, okay, yeah, sure. I, let me, let me pull them up. Oh, they are a little bit slower today. 638. I don't know. Megs or I, what? What? Yeah. what? <sighs> Probably 638 megs a second. Um, I don't even know okay. what I'm running right now. What have you I got? Pay, you I'm, pay for gig, right? Gig yeah. speeds. Oh my word. That's not even a thing. Like what is yeah. speak of it? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at like, I don't know, 212 and that's so, while everything's going out. Is this one of those up to a gig, but it's really like around 50 or is this up to a gig and it really does like it? It's 900,000. Yeah, it, when I'm going strong and everything is working, although I messed up my router um, and so I need to go in and change some settings on it. But I think I've got it capped on my computer 
for like download of like 300. Um, but I've had, I think nine, nine fifty, nine sixty download and Whoa. my upload. It's only supposed to be, it's supposed to be a gig down and 50 megs up, but right now I'm at 55 up and I usually get 60 or 70 up. Boom. Yeah. So like, I would run a test for you right now just to show you how slow it is, but everything <laughs> would crash. But the testing alone would make the you crash. The testing would crash. Yes. It. Yes. It was absolutely. like 0.17 the other day. <laughs> 0.17 upload. Like 13 wow. down. That's, and that's the, it, it's wonderful. built as, as up to 50 and up to 10. Yeah. Maybe that is why we keep getting like static and stuff on your end. At least I'm saying it's your end. Hey, keep it on, man. I can put it on yeah. the internet for as long yeah. as I can until Elon gets his Starlink built. <laughs> right. Chase Jones in the chat saying that's crazy. Up, I Chase? thought they still had dial up in Iowa. <laughs> Apparently dial up is in Texas. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Out here in rural, rural Texas. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, and that's where, like, if I went outside of city limits, I think the most I can get is 25 down and like five up um but inside osceola city limits i'm good i can get gig so you guys you guys are pretty close to the metropolitan area in there yeah we're a half hour from des moines and we're right on i-35 so uh everything kind of just grows and heads along the interstates so it works as long as we're in town but hey by the way Chase says, what's up, guys? What's up, Chase? What's Good up, to see Chase? you. Yeah, <laughs> let's get, man. yeah, let's get to some others here. Uh, John Hayes saying, I got all excited to start, and then I realized it wasn't going to be the right time for me. Little one got sick while I was out. So now I'm on a run for an implement for the tractor. There you go. John, see ya. He did say that I wanted to know if we queued up the static noise uh, or the echo. Static noise is queued up and in full effect. So... <laughs> It, it, it rem- John, remembered quick question for the replay since you're not here anymore. Is it a John Deere implement or I mean, are you, are you staying branded? What are you doing there? I'd like to know. Interesting. Yeah, that would be good. Dean Lentini saying fellas. What's up, Dean? Fellas a whole lot better than hey, hey, hey. We got fellas <laughs> this time. <laughs> Joshua Putnam saying just got a hot cup of coffee. Let's go i got a giant cup of coffee man i need one i need one baby i'm gonna put you on mute Mm. so you're not yelling in our ears baby i no i don't think that was muted we still heard that (laughs) Uh, okay uh let's see uh dustin saying he was just keep waiting just kept waiting and yes wanted to chat because we were chatting we were trying to figure out what i was doing um, so Dustin, glad that you were here. He said he heard your voiceover lady on a commercial yesterday. It was funny hearing her without introducing you to that is awesome. Are you hey, serious? if, if you can remember what that commercial was, let me know. Ooh. I would love to find it. That would be hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. But Good yeah, honor. she, she does quite a bit of voiceover and I know like the first time I use, I think I've used her three four times now and the first time was the cheapest and her price just keeps going up and i just i just keep paying it so she's in demand know your worth girl exactly yeah just gotta do that 
by the way, just a little public service announcement for those of you that are wanting to activate the floating Jared Negative. head, which Negative. is something like this. Floating oh, you can't play it for free. Do not play it for free. That's your one freebie, but if you want it to go off randomly throughout the stream, all you got to do is head over to uh, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Joshua Verwers. Buy me a coffee, become a member, get some extra perks with that, and uh, you activate that during the stream. And then Jared just gets to uh, enjoy hearing his voice and seeing his little baby angel. Let's never see that thing again. (laughs) Let's never see it again. Uh, It's awesome, and you know it. Oh, it's awesome. I... I (laughs) I don't know. Again, I don't know if I love it or hate it. Uh, but I'd be okay with never seeing it again. It, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I I think it was it was great. We used to have you every time the floating coffee hand would come in, where you would then you know sing it. Yeah. So what do I do? I just figured, hey, in the off chance that you just can't be there. I've got you. Sometimes I can't control myself. I see that <laughs> coffee coming in and I'm like floating. Yeah. Yes. And it makes it fun and interactive, which also, by the way, guys, if you want to uh, steer the conversation this afternoon, this evening, when does it become evening instead of afternoon? Oh, man. I, Although I technically like... isn't evening still afternoon. Afternoon, I'm going to say you're in the three to five range, three to six range, six on. Wouldn't you call that evening? Six, seven on. I don't know. Evening. When's it become night? I drop kids off on the bus route at like, you know, three thirty and I'm like, hey, have a good night. And they're like, it's it's afternoon. It's not night. And I was like, no, I'm telling you to have a good night. I'm like, but it, you should say have a good afternoon. I'm like, no, because that's what I greet you. I say good afternoon. Now Listen, have a good night. <laughs> Stop bullying me around and get off the bus. <laughs> do you find do you fight the urge every time? When you pull out of there, everybody on the bus. Good. Great. Grand. Yeah. yeah almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> almost daily. Uh, but yes, if you guys are wanting to steer the conversation, uh, you got any questions, any discussion, topic, ideas. <gasps> Look at what that. In the world is Floating that? Who did it? Coffee Dean Lentini. <laughs> Dean Lentini. And, you know, that wasn't just one. It said floating coffee. Oh, it was a double play. (laughs) (laughs) Dean got a double up on you. So you get the double played. Yeah, I mean, yeah. See, you you just brought it on. You incentivized that, Jared. I tried to do, you know, hey, you guys can do this. It's fun. It's amazing. And then you're like, no, don't do it. No, it's a you know, you know what happens when you tell us not to do something? I got to fight. Apparently, <laughs> Dean takes it upon himself to do whatever the mess he wants to do. Uh, which is good because I, I actually do need to get some more coffee. So we're we're running. Well, I mean, <laughs> not in this in this cup. Isn't but that great. Yeah, it's so weird. Like we were on the other night. A total disaster of a live stream as per usual <laughs> with our live streams. And it's it's going. And I, and I had half a mind to be like. Oh, hey, we should probably plug the the buy me a coffee thing because we're running low. <laughs> it's it's time. But nah. Yeah, you, you should have. No, but, I mean, that thing was bad. You hopped on the other night. Appreciate well, that's that. That's because you decided to test out the Mevo. I still am in favor of the Mevo, but you're going to need massive light. And I finally worked out the sound kink. It took me forever. That was well, on the me. sound kink would be that wouldn't be hard. No, it was on me. It was on me. I was using here. I'll show you. 
I shall show you. Using the old Pico mics, as per usual, I ordered a new cable. Mm. Hold on. Face out. Boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. I ordered a new cable converter as uh, I thought I was going to need it. No. No. I don't need it. I just need to read the stupid tool that I'm using. Come here. Where mm -hmm. are you? Right up under there? Right up under yeah. there? Mm -mm. Other side. Right there. Come on. Tell me whatever you're in. Yep. You need to change it over to the TRRS. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. You, you had the TRS? I had the TRS going. Which I, on I your computer. I didn't think about it because I swapped. No, for my camera, I had TRS going. And that was fine. But with the Mevo, apparently it needs the TRRS. Oh. It needs okay, to be that's designated weird. as a cell phone. That's Didn't just strange. That. Yeah, we're, we're just going to blame that on Mevo for being weird. It is weird. But yeah. it's effortless. You slam it up on a, on a stand. <sighs> no, sorry. And it pops around the multi-different cameras. No. Like my first thought, I pulled up your live stream and I was like, ooh, what did Jared do? Thanks, Floating man. coffee hand. Ah. There's Jessica. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Did we get another coffee? No, that was me singing because your floating coffee hand oh. came in. Oh. Thanks, babe. Uh, Wait, I just leaned into the mic when I said that. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. <laughs> um, which, by the way, Dustin is saying, what do we get if I buy Jared a coffee? If you go over and you buy Jared a coffee, you get more of Jared and Jess's live streams. If I, That's yes, what you get. Actually, if, if I would ever sit down and use the material that John has sent me and put it in here, <laughs> like do some like forward thinking and some groundwork, yeah. we have a graphic that counters so whenever yep. you buy me a coffee, we can put it up. But that's just going to take a little bit more forethought yep. on my end. Nice I don't try. know. I also don't know if he's going to kick me off the stream whenever I use it. 50-50. <laughs> yeah, it would, be, it would take a lot of work for you to do that on my stream. Now, if you brought me onto your stream, Ecamm lets me do fun. that super easy. So, because you got to figure out how to do a virtual cam. So you're going to have to figure out how to take your feed virtual cam style. That's what I love about Joshua. He's a teacher. So, and he can't I mean, help himself. What else would I have to do? You'll, you'll have to figure out how to do a virtual cam with OBS. And then what would I have to do? That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's just doing that with OBS is not easy. So... I mean, and then you've got to figure out how to activate that, but you could essentially do it. So, I mean, I'm just, I've got all mine set up. So somebody ever brings me onto theirs and wants to start ribbing me, well, I'll make another floating Jared head. And Hey, I am moving <laughs> actively. Oh my gosh, I'm about to say this. I'm moving towards, uh, towards Mac for my non-editing functions. I said it. Mm. I said it. I'm nice. like trying to say it out loud so that I can convince myself that this is a good thing and embrace it. But remember, we were having that discussion about the M1. We were talking about the mini and it does that change things. Well, I'm just getting so many reports on my end that it does. And it's a game changer. And I worked with a little mini this weekend that has the M1 in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. 
Oh. <laughs> is it everything that they've been saying it is? Okay, it's it's every it is. It's lightning fast. It's really cool Good. to work with. It's intuitive, uh, as as all Macs are, and it's expensive. I'm uh, I'm not sure. I would say Mac is intuitive. Uh, I think well for the way that I think, I think it's pretty intuitive. Okay, but maybe um, may, for certain people, yes, for certain people and the way their brains wired, it does work. Um, like it, Apple products for me. Like I've got to go in and on my Mac, make sure that its scroll is the exact opposite. Like I forced it to scroll in the opposite direction because it just, no, that, that, that doesn't make sense. Um, and half the time it drives me nuts. If you've grown up PC world, there's, it's just certain things are wrong, which I have, but, uh, no man, the only thing that drives me nuts, which will drive everyone nuts is not the only thing, the things storage yet again just that compromise. Like, I don't know how much storage to buy on it because you can't really upgrade it. You know, like you gotta, right. You gotta go all in on that. So you're, you're buying the most ridiculously expensive piece of equipment ever from them. That's brand new. So nah. you got that. And then the whole, like everything costs every app on right. their cost. Every, they're going to get every nickel and every dime. Yeah. But what, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're using it for, but like, I don't know. I mean, everything for me, I'm going to stay like 99% of my stuff is all PC and it will remain that way. I'll use, I'll get a Mac mini with the M1 just for the same reason that I got the MacBook Pro. It's to run Ecamm and that's it. Like that's, that's it. Just because Ecamm is super simple and super easy. Now, I've thought a time or two of just changing things up and doing like one stream using Ecamm, another one using OBS or Streamlabs. Um, And I may do that because I know there are a lot of people that still like using that type of free software. And OBS is super customizable. Like right now, in order to run this thing and to get the floating Jared head up there, I can't really integrate it very well. I've got to watch the screen. And it's when I see that pop up, which that's automated, when that little dialogue pops up and it says, hey, Dean Lentini bought you a coffee. Well, then I have to activate it using my stream deck. Whereas with OBS, I could have that completely automated. So I wouldn't have to touch anything and it would just run. But a few more steps and hurdles to get through doing that stuff. So whether I want to do it, I don't know. But as far as the Mac goes... Like, and the, the M1, I just, Seems well, good. L- look, it's, uh, is it Dean? Dean, the M1 is a game changer for sure. So it's Dean and Vaughn who have, who have the M1, am I correct? Or the, the new uh, minis? Well, I don't know if they both got the minis. I can't remember, but I do know they both have uh, M1s on them, whatever okay. they're using. Um, or and I think the Dean's had his for a while. And I think, was it Vaughn that just got one? So he was supposed to yeah, touch Vaughn's base with us and let us know. Yeah, after yeah. a month, because I was hating on it last time. If, if you hadn't yeah. noticed, I tend to change my mind a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Hey, a few more hays and highs that yep, I want to get there. Uh, let's see. Dustin said, Olivia says hi. Hello, Olivia. Hello. Uh, let's see. How you feeling, Dustin? <laughs> Jessica is saying Boo says hi. Oh, Boo. Hey, Boo. Um, hey. Which mom is here too. Hello, mom. 
Dustin up? loves watching Boo grow. Very cute. And is it just me or did Boo's floppy ear go away? So I don't know about Boo's floppy ear, but Boo is in a growth spurt. She's getting <laughs> like, she's getting aware and her body's like no longer unstable. So she's, I mean, she's still a, a baby, but she yeah. was hurting there for a week or two. She's doing pretty good, man. She's turned a corner. I think she might make it. Nice. Nice. Remember I like it. Last week, it's like, I don't want to build yeah. anybody's hopes up because this is still, this is a farm. Yep. It's kind of dodgy right now. She's looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. Genevieve saying, hey, guys. Uh, Hello, Genevieve. I am going to struggle with this name. I'm going to do my best. Forgive me if I pronounce it, it wrong. The is anticipation it, is killing mm, me. Who is it? I'm going to go with. Fasundo. Ooh. Maybe. Am I close? Spell I, it out I'm phonetically out the, for me and I might get it, which the by the way, brother. he wound up, um, he left another comment on here that I don't want to post, but I'm going to just for your sake. Do it. He has corrected me that virtual cam is not that complicated on OBS. He says it's just a button. There you go. I shouldn't have told you about virtual cam. Now I might be a hurting unit before too long. <laughs> That's uh, great. Um, <laughs> hard C. Uh, Facundo. Is that better? Maybe? He said hard C. I'm going with hard C. Maybe. Man, I, don't I want to be able to have comments. I want to re read with you. <laughs> uh, we're, we're just laughing at this point. Uh, but Boo says, uh, or she says, oh, I got it right. It's Facundo. There you go. <clears throat> I love it. Ah, uh, I got it. Perfect. Uh, no, Jessica says that Boo's floppy ear is now straight. Okay. So She's a big I, I saw now. it. I was a little disappointed because I saw it and I was like, oh, the floppy ear went away. Don't but yay, because that Dude. means healing growth. Yep. So all There's good. There's plenty of preciousness inbound. Don't you worry. She's got lots of hurdles to overcome. Awesome. Awesome. So Facundo's telling us that he is from uh, Uruguay. And got here from the one and only Trey Van Camp. So, hey, awesome. Glad to have you here. Good to see you. Um, let's see. Oh, and by the way, did you watch Trey's uh, latest vlog? So I know he, he posted something. I think it was in our value with video uh, group Ooh, uh, about yep. his. Well, no, he was posting about the new thumbnail. How do I keep getting? Um, so his new thumbnail design that he was working on, which He's trying out some new things on thumbnails uh, and it's his favorite one that he's made. And I would say creatively mm, like it's really? it's cool. You can see the creativity that he put into it and it's different from his others. It's similar like you wouldn't look at it and say you wouldn't look at it and be shocked that that came from Trey. I missed it, but it's different from his others. And it's like you could tell he put in the work on that thumbnail which is really cool. Um, I will say that the thumbnail didn't quite match the video the way that I thought it would. Um, and he also said that it wasn't performing well, but I've seen that with some of my more creative ones that I do. They just, they don't perform well on as far as a uh, CTR and click through rate. However, his vlog that it went with, uh, and I think it was something about like pastors uh, shouldn't be playful or are pastors too playful. It was, it was a great, great vlog and it went with one of his instagram stories where he was talking about how he had told a joke at church 
and somebody got upset about the joke and left a one star review for the church on Google. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, and it's the second time that's happened, but it wasn't even for his church. It's for his dad's church. (laughs) Oh, Trey. It's just, that's funny. It's well, it's the, the hilarious part is that. Oh, that's great. Isn't it a good thumbnail? Well, since we have a bunch of the guys uh, who are in that, that group here, on the stream. I think it's worth noting. Look at that, man. That is a great thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. I like it. Uh, like if I wasn't going to overtax this MacBook pro, I would even try yeah. to pull it up. I'm, um, I'm dancing with, with the internet. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to mess with it, but it is good. So if you guys haven't checked it out and Trey's latest one, great vlog. Uh, great let me job. get to a couple of the, uh, other comments that I saw here. There were a few other guys that were in the house that I didn't even mention. Henry, Saying, what's up, boys? How are you? Oh, Hope Henry. all is well. Dude. And he's live streaming a softball game. Right now? Yeah, he says live streaming softball game for the radio station. There you go, man. So. There you go. Awesome. We awesome. have a conversation coming. Also, quick, uh, quick interruption. Dean, thank you, my friend. You know what's going down. You and me. Secret club right here. Secret club. Boom. I'm not a fan of this, Dean. I'm not a fan. You will be rewarded. I'll play it over and over and over again. So Dean says he has the MacBook Air and Vaughn just got his Mac Mini. So, yeah, that was it. Uh, Dustin says that he is feeling sore. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I I watched that. I mentioned it last week, but I watched that more times than I should have. I watched the whole thing, actually. It was a fantastic show. But that's a big boy coming down on top of you, man. Those are that two a, big boys doing yeah. a big move. Well, it was one of those either ors because I mean, obviously you gotta you gotta take the impact with it, which you did. But like, I couldn't tell if you were just gonna straight up <laughs> catch him, or if that freight train was gonna run you over. Oh man, it was a good one. Yeah, that was a big hit though. <laughs> <sighs> no, yeah, it was it was it I'm was something. I'm always curious how much give, which would be a great little side nugget for you to mm-hmm. dive into one day. But how much give the floor? has and how much give the ring has because i you know i've never touched it never been slammed on it or anything so all it is is the ring is just steel tubing okay so just a steel tube about i don't know i think it's a three inch steel tube okay um then they put two by 12 planks on top of it and you get one inch foam pad what that's it no spring or anything so the give is from your body weight trying Hitting to push down on, you know, two by twelves on steel tubing. Okay, so just a couple of assumptions. They're bolted around the tubing. They run one direction. Is there like a gap on the ends, or they run? Do those two by twelves run across the whole thing? They run across like, the whole thing. There's no gap in the corner. A uh, very little. Like very little. So like the end, you know, you got the corner post. And so the end of that two by 12, they kind of cut out just so the corner post sits here. Okay. But it needs to set on the side, the the side railing here and the side railing heel. Uh, so, oh, someone else bought a coffee. Floating no. Coffee no. Someone. Oh. All right. Someone you're hidden <laughs> and mystery shrouded and dark. Uh, uh. That's the good thing about buy me a coffee. Some people want to remain anonymous in their giving. So you don't, you know, come after them. <laughs> I don't look right. hand, know what the left hand is doing. Oh no. Um, but yeah, so the, this, the corner post 
And that wood just kind of lays on. So basically steel that interlocks an outside frame, everything's okay. rigid. Yeah. And then you got these steel tubes that have like a, uh, like a U type of a bracket that's just welded on the end of those steel tubes. And it just sets on the edge. Okay. And then across that is, you know, so tubes go this way, two by twelves go here. Those steel tubes, they're staggered out. Um, with the gap between them. So they're not all tight. There is, you know, we don't need that many of them because uh, then it's just going to be way too much weight, but the two by twelves that are on top. Yeah. It's tight the whole way through. So if you're taking a hit, yeah. you want to go down towards the center of the ring. Center right of the now? ring is the softest. <laughs> if you can say that. And the more weight that comes down, the more give there is. However, it's like a trampoline that it goes down and then it comes back up. So what you don't want is like the worst thing is when somebody lands before you. Because if they land before you, well, then it's coming up as you're going down. Oh, yeah, it's it's a ton of timing to try to be safe. It is. (laughs) It's like, you know, I was talking to somebody and they're like, so you know, you're, you're trained to, you know, to do this and, you know, keep yourself safe. And I was like, yes, we have trained for all of these moves to know how to perform them as safe as possible. And there's like one way to do it safe. So every other way inflicts damage. (laughs) So just don't do it right. And you hurt somebody. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Uh, By the way, Chase says that that floating Jared head is the best thing that he has seen in the last week. (laughs) Enjoy Chase. Yes. Enjoy. It is that's here. The last oh. time we see it. And John was saying he actually is still here, just on the road listening to audio only, doing voice to text. I have no clue what I am picking up. Uh, just had to go on the run to bring it back. And he says, oh, by the way, I'm on 3G because that's what kind of signal coverage we have. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he also says that he star. He says afternoon. I start afternoon at noon. And that would kind of go along with the name. Afternoon. So, well, so there you go. It is wisdom. It is. It is. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Josh saying, Little I knew there. I liked Dean. And I guarantee that was because of the floating coffee Jared head. <laughs> we're square, uh, Dean. Whoever someone is, we're not square. Yep. Uh, Dustin Damesworth saying, Afternoon vlog pastors. Hmm. I might like this. Not sure what that's in relation to, but I think I agree. Whatever it is, I'm good with liking it. Uh, John saying, Dustin, find me on Facebook and I'm going to send it to you. That could be dangerous for me. Orlando saying Mac is greater than PC and laughing at me. I disagree. I disagree. Let me put it this way. Mac, when Mac is running something that is built specifically for Mac and optimized for that particular Mac system, it runs beautifully. Yep. Any variable to that, PC every day of the week. What is the new Mac specific editing thing? Editing uh, software. Final Cut Pro. No, uh, I thought they had Luma. Said video editing, right? Yeah, video editing. Yeah, Final Cut is yeah. Mac specific, which and it's optimized for 
the M1 chipset. Um, I believe they're working on Adobe is working on getting Premiere up there. But even with it not doing it, like if you've watched the guys that have got the uh, M1, uh, like the Mac Mini M1, and they've shown the speed of you know rendering and the playback and the buffering as well as exporting and the times on it. Yeah. It's really, we're talking minimal difference on there. Um, yes, Final Cut is going to work better, but I, I mean, quite frankly, just pick something and run with it and just yeah. go with it. Here's, um, here's what got me, here's what got me to think. And I was watching a video. It was actually about, uh, it was a financial video and the guy was talking about Bitcoin mining, but they mm -hmm. were saying because of COVID, because of quarantine, because of the scarcity of supplies and whatnot, and the the uptick in Bitcoin mining that's making graphics cards and things like that for people who buy PCs or build PCs, making them super expensive and driving up costs of things. And, and the people who seem to be weathering initially the storm of it are the Mac people. And I was like, hmm. It's got me thinking, man, because they were he was this guy was buying stuff used for like three grand. These are um, uh, graphics cards, top of the line yeah. graphics cards. I'm like, oh. I bought I built mine to be able to swap out and go for the future. But if for the next two years, that's that's their projected shortage for the next two years. If we're going to be paying offensive prices for replacement parts, then. Uh, oh, hello, M1. I, yeah, I don't think you're going to be paying offensive prices like because I'm looking at some of the stuff that's out there. And here's the other thing with a lot of the PC stuff is. You don't have to go top of the line on absolutely everything. So you can go with something that's down, like uh, talk about a graphics card, like uh, the, oh, what is it? The GTX 1060. If you just run with that one and it's not super expensive, it works for absolutely everything you want it to do. Like even the, the new Camlink, what is it? Camlink Pro, which is, you know, a card that you would plug in, but it gives you four HDMI inputs. So you could run four cameras in on that, but it won't work with Mac. So like you're hosed if you want to do something like that with Mac and that card is going to cost you 350 as opposed to getting the closest thing to that would be uh, the A10 Mini Pro, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which what, 600 Amen. bucks for that. Amen. And then the other thing is, yes, the A10 Mini Pro will work, but then you've got a switcher that it's another unit that you have to be using to do that. And while it will work, that's great. But what happens if you want to show all four views at the same time? Um, you know, you, you wind up coming into some error or some issues with some of that. I've looked at the ATEMs and they're interesting, but I, I don't want anything else on my desk. So curious that multi. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. This is what yeah. most of us geeks on this stream are going to go nuts for. What is your top recommendation? Multicam live stream church service go and you have no staff. <laughs> no staff and you want multicam? Multicam. Oh, you you got a 10-year-old in the back or you got whatever we all work with. You you got Billy Bob's mama. So you basically you want it. somebody you want Somebody with minimal tech knowledge to be able to sit back there and just kind of push buttons and it's running. Yep. Build me a stream. What's your number one recommendation? Uh, um, tear everything apart. Just top, top colors. 
for for what? Like to be able to take that multi-stream or are we talking cameras? Are we talking audio? All of it. Build it. Okay, so I would say it depends on the church. If we're looking at a church on a budget, honestly, I would tell them to grab, you know, if you want three camera setup, grab three Sony ZV-1s. Um, you can run those. They'll all do 4k 30, uh, for HDMI out, but you're going to run each of those into a cam link pro, which means you've got to have a windows PC. Uh, that one, you're going to want to go ahead and set it up with OBS. You're going to control everything with a little stream deck and you're, you're running, you're running a hundred foot HDMI cables all around the church. Three of them. And I would probably do. Well, yes and no. What I would probably do is I would probably go ahead and take uh, like HDMI to Ethernet. And so I would do that so I can do a long run of Ethernet cable back there, but then have the HDMI switch that way. So that's probably what I would do. So you don't use a true HDMI cable run unless you really want to spend the money for like an HDMI extender. But then you're looking at way too much on the cabling. If it were me, I would probably just do you know, an ethernet, you know, so HDMI to ethernet and then H back to HDMI is how I would probably run it. Uh, and then, cause that's going to be your cheapest budget entry for that. Uh, and as far as audio goes, mm, I'd probably say the road wireless go to, <laughs> I mean, currently totally that's out of stock. Can't find yeah. anywhere. Yeah, that's but that's what I I would say if you can't do that. Um, you know, maybe the deity uh, or was it? No, not deity. Uh, the uh, what was that one that I had that I sold? Um, I don't Which even remember what it's called. You're saying that you can run your um, you can Comica, run Boom out, XD. You can run a mix out to your road and then go straight from the soundboard into your switcher. That what you're thinking? I would I would go mic it up the talent board back into the computer. Mm-hmm. So and depending on your board, you might have, you know, like uh, I think the one that we have is is got a USB out. And so I would run that in and then just try to do a separate mix straight for that live stream. So it, it really depends on the situation. But I think most churches have already got like a lot of the audio stuff there that they could make work very minimal stuff to be able to do something different. It, the hard part is when you're mixing audio for in-person versus online, it's a world of difference. Um, so yeah, but I, I would probably just, I'd focus on the camera, you know, the cameras, the audio, like for me, what I'm, I'm probably getting ready before too long to get a couple more cameras. One of them's likely to be the ZV one. Uh, however, Sony's got a new one coming out and I don't know what it is. Uh, I was talking to Diana and both of us are kind of on the same page where we think it's not going to be like a replacement for the a 6,600. I think they're going to kind of leave that, but I think they were underwhelmed with how the a seven C performed, but they were impressed with how the ZV one performed. And so I could see them doing something that's almost a combo or falling in the middle of where the ZV one and the A7C hits rather than being a, a replacement for the um, A6600. Because A6600, you're only looking at a year and a half old. I don't see them 
coming out with something to replace that yet. So they're probably going into that APS-C range rather than going, you know, small full thirds like or a full frame like the A7C. I don't know. I'm just interested to see what it is because that means it's going to drive prices down on other cameras. So and that's where I'm I would say a small church that is just looking to set up uh, and get a multicam. The ZV-1 is hard to beat. Like, it's really hard to beat. It's kind of an all-purpose type of a camera, whatever you want to do. If you don't have a camera, then, yeah. And for the price, like, it's, it's ridiculous. That Zeiss lens, man, it's just, it's pretty. Mm. And I don't even own it. It's just, it's that good. <laughs> so, hey, uh, a couple of comments. Dean was saying in reply to you, upgrade the RAM through Apple. So when you get the M1, you want to get as much RAM as you can get. However, external drives for your storage. Oh, external yeah. drives are oh, cheap. Yeah. Just just do that. So it's like when you're thinking about storage, now just don't worry about the storage. You can do that all externally. Uh, you want fast. So, but even like the 8 gig, you know, RAM M1, people are editing 4K footage with like very little lag in it. Yeah. So it's like that. That it's just that the M1 chip just works. Works great. So, anyhow, uh, I want to see if there were some other ones just in here. Do your heart good that after however many years that we've been making chips, and you're like, yeah, kind of. They kind of peaked out. You know, can't wait for the next breakthrough. Then the breakthrough comes, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. still got it. Keep going, boys. Yep. Yeah, they're doing. They're doing a good one. Um, okay. <laughs> Facundo is saying, uh, both one star reviews were Trey's fault and both for his dad's church. <laughs> he said that he was going to stop his sermon prep procrastination. We'll try to tune in next time. Yes. Get back to, to making that sermon. You want, you want to make sure that you're preaching the word with power this weekend. So get that done. Uh, Dustin saying, by the way, thanks for helping me get home, Josh here. I'll buy you a coffee. I guess we know who someone was. There you go. <laughs> uh, so Orlando says, Orlando said you are correct about that. Mac's ecosystem is the best, though. You basically have to be fully invested in the Mac phone, iPad, computer to truly enjoy its glory. Yeah. I will agree with that. I will agree that if you're going to do Mac and you want to use it to the best of its ability, you've got to go Apple on everything. Um, that's, that's how it's going to function at its best. I will not ever do that. And it is just because of the phone alone. Uh, I don't like the philosophy that Mac has, uh, that Apple has of saying that they know what I need better than what I do. So it's like, they want to, for lack of better words, they want to neuter some of their systems. So you can't do everything you want to do with it. And it's like, no, I want it to be fully functional. I want to use it in all of its glory. There you go. So, but that's, that's kind of why I'll never go all in with Mac. However, Ecamm is amazing. And I wanted to use Ecamm. So MacBook Pro, you guys have heard that many times. Uh, okay. Yeah. Dustin says he was someone he's not trying to hide. He, he, he. Plus Jared was picking on him. <laughs> hey, speaking of Vaughn, he's here. Vaughn is here. Vaughn, hey, Vaughn, we were talking about you and your Mac M1, so we want to hear more about it. Now that you got that mini with the M1 in it, we, we, want, we want updates. We want to know. 
So. Week two update or three, however long you had it. Yeah. Yeah. Need something. <laughs> Orlando saying, I use the ZV1 and love it. Cool. It's, I haven't met anyone who hates it. Have you? No. Like, I've not heard anybody say really anything bad about it. Well, I think we're all in this this big downsizing thing, too. I don't know whether it's because minimalism is popular or whether we're just tired of carrying heavy cameras and lugging all this equipment around or what. But like that ZV-1 is attractive just for its size. And if it right. holds up against that, uh, what do I have, A6600? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. Any any weight that you can shed on the old video equipment and not lose quality? Yes, right. please. All day yeah, long. and it's like I love my A6600. I I adore it. Um, like Sony had me when they got rid of the record limit. Once they got rid of the record limit and Canon was still like, no, we're still going to keep it because nobody should ever record longer than 30 minutes. Are you telling me I have to shorten my sermons? I don't like it. Get enough of that from other people. Um, no, but, (laughs) but it was like, I just, I didn't want that. So when Sony's like, Oh, we're not gonna we're not going to neuter and cripple this system. You want to use it? Go ahead and use it. The only thing that is going to stop a Sony from recording is your storage or overheating. And even overheating isn't likely to happen. I've never overheated, have you? No. I've never overheated. I'm in Texas summer. Uh full heat. Uh don't think I it gets hot. I did notice it got hot. I was filming in 120 for about an hour, not mm-hmm. straight, just off and on, like record, stop, record, yeah. stop, record, stop. And that's the first time I've ever felt a camera heat up in my hands. So I thought, hmm, interesting. Wonder how hot this gets. But it never, it never gave me sort of warnings like right. need to shut down, nothing like that. I, I've never had it done. And you've seen guys like, you know, uh, Gene Nagata, Potato Jet, where he does that. And he's like, hey, I'm going to stick it in a microwave, essentially. And let's just record and see. We'll keep cranking the temperature. He goes to see when is it going to stop? And wasn't it? It was one of the Sony's that he used when he did that 24 hour vlog, wasn't it? Ooh, it was. I don't remember which one. Because he did like a 24 hour vlog. And the only thing that made it stop, I think, was there was a record limit at 11 hours and 59 minutes and 59 seconds. Yes. Um, Yeah. And but I think that was more for probably writing the the media, and so it was like one little clip that he did that, but it worked out anyways because I think YouTube actually has that same exact limit on an upload. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we'll do that, but you know, you're kind of limited. Maybe it was, was thirteen hours or something like that. Trial. Speaking of insane trials, uh, yes, of endurance. Are you thinking? Is there any sort of merit to what Craig Adams did? We were kicking that around the other day with Diana, where he he packed all of his vlogs into one eight-hour session. What do you think? You know, so here here's where I come in on this, and here's where I'm thinking I like the idea, and I'm wondering why I hadn't thought of it. Uh, I've I went back last year when you know lockdown started hitting and started watching the Casey Neistat vlog from episode one. The thing that has pained me with that is I never remember what episode I left off with. So the only way for me to find it is I have to go back to that playlist and scroll through all of them until I see where there's no more red lines that I've watched. And it's just like, 
I wish there was an easier way. Well, the thing that Craig Adams did was he took all of his daily vlogs, for those that don't know, and he just put them in order. So one eight-hour video, and here's all my vlog, daily vlogs, starting from episode one through whatever it was. So what we were tossing back and forth was, hmm, what if we did that with like each season of Vlogpasters? You know, so it's like if somebody wants to watch Vlogpasters season one and they just start it. Well, here's episode one, and then it goes into episode two, and then episode three. The good thing about that is like when you stop in the middle of a video on YouTube and you come back to it, it's always right at that same spot. Yeah. You know, it could be, I don't know, 30 seconds before, depending on, you know, where you stop, but it's always right in that neighborhood. And I, how much easier would it be if I'm going and doing that to, you know, Casey Neistat's vlog, if I go back in and it pulls up and I'm like, I don't remember this. So I double tap the screen or I hit back on my remote a few times, go back 30, 60 seconds. And then it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. Well, I would rather rewind and rewatch 30 seconds than spend two minutes pressing this on my remote until I get to the right episode. This is so. where you shine, you and Diana, <clears throat> because you're not afraid to do something like this. And this is where I think Craig shines. I, I mentioned before, he's a dumpster fire that I can't look away from, but like <laughs> he's, he doesn't care about launching something out that will probably fail but he's going to give it a try anyway and see. Right. And I appreciate that about you and Diana. You're like, Hey, that's a great, it's a great opportunity to try something. If some people get some value out of it. Great. I'm thinking, man, I just released and granted I'm under YouTube punishment, <laughs> but <clears throat> I just released a video <laughs> first time in a couple of weeks and it's the worst performing video, you know, at current by far. at its current time yeah. by far, hands yeah. down. And I'm thinking, I'm not but it was good. I Oh, it was great. I, I enjoyed making it, enjoyed releasing it. I mean, not my normal day, whatever. Yep. But uh, I'm not going to put an eight, nine, 10 hour vlog session. I have like three, what, 200 and something videos out there. I'm not going to put together all of my vlogs and make a 16 hour vlog tournament type of thing when I can't get my current audience to see, you know, like yeah. I want them to stay for four minutes. I'm asking you for six minutes and something seconds. I would like you to stay for four minutes and 50 seconds because that means, all right, we ticked a box higher than last last release. So that's True. what I appreciate about you and uh, yeah. Diana. You don't care. Like, let's try it. Why not? I'm like, well, we're and, going for four, baby. We're going but, for four. Right. But, and that's the thing. It's like, if I do it and nobody watches it, I don't care. <laughs> it's like, I just... I, I, because what do I do? I make stuff that I want to make and stuff that I would want to watch. I would want to watch Casey Neistat's vlog from the beginning to the end. Yep. I want to watch it in order. Like I've got, um, there's some, uh, TV shows. So like one of them that the NBC has like the Chicago series, you know, where it's Chicago med, Chicago PD, Chicago fire. I used to watch those loved watching those, but then I'm one of those that when a new, you know, like a computer's doing something weird when a new show comes out, that's interesting. I like the trailer. It's like, oh, I might want to give that a shot. And then I find out I actually like it better. Well, I don't add extra shows. I've only got so much time I'm spending in front of the TV. So something gets dropped off until like the season break. Well, then I try to go back and I'm like, I don't know where I left off. I left off in the middle of a season on one of these. And then it's like one of those shows where 
They do crossovers. Oh yeah. And so you got to watch them in order. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know which one starts where and what it does. And that's the stuff that becomes a kind of a hassle and it's just too much hassle. So I don't do it. Now, Casey Neistat's vlogs are so amazing that I, I go through the hassle of let's watch them all. Um, but I, I would just prefer if he did something like what Craig Adams did. Cause so will I do it? I don't know. Maybe like I, I just, I, I don't know. I'll probably try it out with like the very first vlogmas that I did to make that. And then just to see how long would that video be and how long is it going to take me to export that thing? (laughs) You know, but I can't even imagine a three day uh, upload. Yeah, a three. Day, well, no, not with my internet. Not speeds. with your internet. <laughs> Mine would be. You'd have but to yeah, it wouldn't be. Day. Wouldn't be too bad. I I don't know. Um, it's just fascinating, yeah. and and how our our niche niche. Which one are you? I don't niche. care. We'll go there. Our niche. Niche. niche, like quiche. I'm with you. Sure, whatever niche niche whatever. Our niche is. Uh, <laughs> it's just so different than than the normal YouTube niche. I was watching uh, somehow or another, you know, I'm on Daryl Eves' radar. I'm not on his radar. He's on mine. Right. I, the mail outs, you know, the normal thing. What well, happened to pop up in my uh, my email? It looked attractive. Clicked on the video, that whole thing. And, uh, you know, he's one of those big proponents of, well, if you make everything for yourself and that's your target audience, like you should only expect one view. That's right. that's you're getting. You're, you're getting yourself. If you make everything for yourself, you're getting yourself. And it's just but it's not true for. Right. For the stuff that we make. No, because we look at what we did. Casey Neistat, he made the videos that he wanted to make. He didn't make stuff for somebody else. He wanted to make a short film every single day because he wanted to give himself the channel and he wanted to watch to create something that he would enjoy watching. That's what he did. Peter McKinnon, exact same thing. Started off just making videos that he wanted to make. And then all of a sudden people are asking him questions about how he did this and how he did that. So he starts making tutorial videos to share how he does that. But he keeps coming back to the vlogs, keeps coming back to just making videos that he wants to do. And I've seen so many of those creators that do it. And the hard part is a lot of them wait until they get up to a certain amount of subscribers. And then they make it. And And then they they revert back to what they wanted to do in the first place. And then all those subscribers are upset because, well, why don't you do this? Where did the two minute Tuesdays go? Uh, Why aren't you doing, you know, the, the unboxings. And to me, I'm just like, I'm just going to make whatever I want to make. And I, I think everybody that decides to follow me along the journey, it might, it's not going to get that big, right? But as big as it gets, at least people will know what to expect. I'm going to just throw stuff against the wall because I want to throw stuff against the wall. And I, some- I don't, I don't expect people to watch everything. Like if they don't want it, I mean, we got, we do this and not everybody that watches all my other videos join on these. And that's right. fine. If you right. don't like this type of stuff, well, don't watch it, but you like the other stuff and you want to see that. Well, watch that. And that's the great part about hitting that little subscribe button. Cause at least you know Maybe where to come future. back and you can get it. And the, The other beautiful part is that YouTube is smart enough in their recommendations that when you continually show up for this person's this video, but not that video, Mm -hmm. YouTube knows that. And they're like, oh, well, I'm going to keep recommending this because 
you like watching this. I'm not going to give you that when that turns you off and you turn off YouTube. They want to keep you on the platform. It takes, you know, a lot of content for YouTube to figure it out, which is probably part of the reason why I just make lots of content and try stuff. <laughs> Whatever I want to do. There's some absolutely incredible stuff out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, in our niche and outside of our niche, I, I just I came across. Uh, did you see Colin Samir's their last podcast? They were talking about a, a docu series. I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I but uh, it popped up in the recommendation. I haven't watched it yet. And I saw 10 seconds of a clip that they're rec- referencing from the docu series. And I thought, you know, I'm not making that stuff. <laughs> like that's not the level. <laughs> yeah. That I'm that I'm making content at. But there is a place, and there I, I we talk about this all the time. We have a message for a people that God has called us to, and we're delivering that faithfully over the course of years, months, yeah. however long you know he, he decides that we do that. And it's our style, it's our con, it's the right. things that He places on our heart, and it, it has value. It's just man alive. At certain times, like this last one, it's it's tough not to go. Well, come on, YouTube. We're in timeout. Come on. Well, and, I've seen yeah. some of your stuff too. Your, yours as well. It's like, what, what exactly do you do you want YouTube? Yeah, I, I think I yours. You got kind of in a in a punishment cycle of you made shorts. I looked at some of your. I don't know how I saw. Oh, that YouTube did not like my shorts. So your shorts, basically, you're in timeout now because your <laughs> cumulative watch time was thirty seconds. Right. And it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, YouTube did not like the shorts. They they did not like it. And it took me it took me a while to to get beyond that. Um, you know, the last couple of vlogs that I've done have been better. The uh the what Joshua stuff, it's YouTube hasn't figured that out yet. Um and I but I don't care. It's like I'm going to make this stuff. I'm going to keep That's putting there cute. because eventually a Josh, a Jared is going to find this channel and then they're going to be like, wait, he's created this stuff too. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. And then YouTube has more information. They're like, oh, so Josh and Jared, like all of these same things. And they've both discovered this channel that they love. Oh yeah. We're going to recommend this to other people like Josh and Jared that like all of these. Yeah. And so they just start doing it and they don't base it as much on subscribers as I think they just do watch time. That's the main thing they care eyeballs on it. And like I heard somebody the other day uh, and like I, I, I wanted to, to, to scream at, at, at this because they said, don't make videos for people. Make it for the algorithm. And it's like recently that they said, no, you need to make it for, or actually, no, they said not the algorithm, make it for the advertisers. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, because they're saying you want to make videos that advertisers would want to put ads on. No, by that, do they mean family friendly or just, I, it, it doesn't matter. No, you. Well, and they're talking about, you know, like with some of your keywords and some of your, you know, your titles and some of your thumbnails, it needs to be that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What do you think YouTube's main goal is? Make money. How do they make money? Advertisers. But who do the advertisers want to reach? 
people. So you make it for the people, because if you're reaching people, the advertisers want to reach the same people. You don't sit there and say, I want to reach the advertisers or I want the advertisers to reach me. No, you want to reach the same audience that the advertisers want to reach. That's when they start to find you. That's when YouTube really starts to push it. And now YouTube's monetize. I mean, they're putting ads on everything and they're going to find that content. So that's where I'm really saying, hey, we are people make make whatever you want to make. And like if you if you know who your audience is already and, you know, they want this type of a content and you're good with making content straight for a specific audience that may not include you do that, but make it for the people. If you make it for the people, it's going to really help them out. And that's where it'll start to help you out. You get more eyeballs on it. But to just sit there and say, no, I'm going to make this that the advertisers are going to like this type of content. No, the advertisers are looking for the people. And YouTube understands that, which is why all of the YouTube algorithms are trying to get in front of more people and capture more people. And YouTube, they try it. They're like, um, you know, you like this, but you don't like this. However, your neighbor likes this and this, but they don't like this. So maybe you'll like this. So let's try this. And they just throw it up there randomly. And I'm like, how did this, how did this ever pop? Like today, uh, YouTube channel, I think it's got like 6 million. Uh, how ridiculous. Yeah. Like, th- have yeah. you seen that thing? Yes. And they're dropping stuff from this huge machine. I don't even know where they're from. They've got an English accent. Australian. Um, Australia. Okay. That I was thinking it was more Aussie than, Aus- than, uh, you know, English, but they're dropping this random stuff. And I'm like, why is this popping up in my recommended? And I start watching it and like 30 seconds in, they they, like me (laughs) 30 seconds in, they start singing father Abraham. And I'm like, what? And then like a minute later, he pulls one of the guy up on top of this tower. He's pulls out his phone and he's like, today's scripture of the day. And he quotes Hebrews 13, 16. Are you serious? No joke. And I'm like, I I think I commented. I don't even remember what the comment was, but it was something. I I don't care if it was normal or not, but YouTube obviously knew me. Yeah. You thought the episode (laughs) that that was targeted specifically for you then, because I don't think that's a normal part of their show. I I don't care the rest of the content. Like it's, I want to watch that stuff. I want to watch weird, crazy science experiments of dropping stuff off things. Like I saw they're dropping like a plane and a boat onto a trampoline. I'm like, hello, that's hilarious. So it's like that stuff. I'm all for, I can't even find the, the thing that where it was, but it was just, I'm like, YouTube must be scanning everything in there. And somehow they pulled that out and they're like, I wonder if this guy, because Jared likes that channel and Jared and Josh like similar channels and they're both really into some of this scripture stuff and they've talked about Bible verses and that was a word that popped up here. Maybe Josh will like this. And he does. Good job, YouTube. Your systems worked beautifully. That was one of the quickest subscribes that I had. I was like, hmm. Well, and that's kind of low hanging fruit for people like us. We're like, this is true. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it, it works across the board. It's not just YouTube. I mean, I did this in face me. I did this a couple weeks ago and I mentioned it in the video today about like you can buckshot it and you can use Facebook advertising yourself. OK, you can say I yeah. want to target 
you know, this region, this people group, these these types of people, blah, blah, blah. You, you can dive into the minutia of it. Or, which I think yields some some results. I mean, you get your name out there, maybe. People have laid eyes on it, maybe. But you don't connect with that target audience. What I think would be more effective is exactly what advertisers are looking for. They're looking for somebody who already has an audience. They're looking for that that term. They're looking for a creative. They're looking for an influencer who already has a built audience that you yeah. can tap into and say, would you mind, does this brand coincide with what, you know, Yeah. with what you want to do? And that's when we were doing the Jesus people thing. It was like, we, we were having this conversation. It's like several weeks out and we've got flyers and stuff and it's, it's, it's flyers and stuff. Who cares yeah. about a flyer? So you're putting money behind ads that like, okay, yeah, you're, you're canvassing the, the city that they get to know it, and you're going to make a video. Great. But if we had, if we had somebody in the city, if we had, you know, a, a, a Tarleton student or somebody who was, who was well known that wouldn't mind saying, Hey, Jesus people tours coming into town, this state, whatever, here's a quick video, get everybody jazzed about it. There might be somebody in that audience who is like-minded, you know, of that target demographic goes, I want to be a part of that, or I need that. And so we do it, we do it across the board, just YouTube at scale. I don't think yeah. we would, it doesn't make any sense to make it towards the advertise, advertiser. It makes sense no. to make it for people. And then it's, it, yeah. it just is, it's working around you make the it for the people. social media. Well, and then that's the other thing. It's like uh, YouTube, they want the watch time. They want the interaction. Like w- what you guys are, are doing here where you're commenting, where you're hitting that like button, which by the way, if you haven't hit the like button, go ahead and hit the like button. <laughs> if you haven't subscribed, you should do that too. Um, but you know, when you're doing that, it's engagement. It keeps you on the platform more. That's what YouTube wants. I have videos that I created two, three years ago and they keep getting comments on them. They keep getting likes. And the one big reason is because I provided value in them that people wanted or needed some of it. They didn't even know. And because they found value in it, they're like commenting. Thank you. That engagement right there. What happens? YouTube pushes that out even more. They're like, Hey, somebody hit that like button two years later. All right, let's push this out to some more people. And and let's see, which is hopeful for us when we do these, you know, videos that are underperform. That kind of bomb. It's like, all right, well, it bombed now. I'll check back on it in two years. You know what I find interesting (laughs) about that? Some of my, you know, I I don't have any huge ones. I have a coffee video that's huge because of Lance and the the community and that sort of thing. But a couple of my videos, the the better performing ones on my channel, are actually the ones that I'm I'm the most proud of because they either, they they took some creative element from me to make it, Mm -hmm. or they have a greater segment of, of Jesse and my life coming open. Like yeah. we were more transparent in those particular videos and, and I'm proud of them because after they did not do well, they were some of the most underperforming videos when they were initially released. But two years later, it's like, Oh, that right. YouTube found the audience and shopped it to them. And I, I would say I have two, I hadn't looked somewhere around 200 subscribers off of one video. That was just, it's, it's terrible production quality. It's like, it's like this. I'm just sitting in front of yep. the camera point blank and I'm talking to it. It's before I knew about focal links and stuff. So I'm sitting right here in front of the camera talking to it <laughs> and sharing my heart. And it resonated with people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, YouTube knows what it's doing. God knows what he's doing. Let's just, yep. let's just let this thing run. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the comments that goes kind of with this chase was saying, I think that 
that helps with burnout too. Having to make stuff we don't really want to make just because the demand is exhausting. Well, yeah. here's the deal though. It's people like Chase. It's like, Chase, make whatever you want to make. Yep. I'm telling you, dude, you're one of those people. Make whatever you want to make. We'll yeah. watch it up. We'll watch well, it up. If we don't have time for it, we'll save it to watch later. We'll watch it up, dude. You're an interesting character. Right. And I think what happens is if we understand the human aspect of what we're doing, and this goes beyond YouTube, this goes with all of our social media. If we understand the human aspect of it, it does give us more freedom because I can sit there and think about how you and I, we have a lot of similarities. We have a lot of things in common, but I guarantee there's a lot of things that we don't have in common. There are going to be interests that I have that you don't really care about right. and vice versa. So if we were to make videos on that stuff, I'm not going to watch that from you and you're not going to watch that from me, but the other stuff will stick around and we may try it out here and there, but it's like, eh, this is all right. But you know what? I'm, I'm tuning out and I'm kind of done and that's okay. It's okay. I, I love the fact that you're not me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, you are you, I don't expect you to want everything. So when I'm making content that I want to make, I go in knowing that not everybody's going to want to watch everything. And there is a freedom with that. And it's like, I'm just going to play stuff. And if this type of video does not perform well, okay, no big deal. Maybe it's not the right platform for it because maybe the audience that does want that isn't there. So it's like with the Bible study stuff, uh, the shorts that I was doing. No, that, that does not work on YouTube. The Bible study shorts are not working on YouTube. Um, I've thought about giving them another run. I might in the future sometime at the same time. Ah. I can throw them on Instagram or TikTok and they eat them up. The audience over there kind of wants that stuff. The audience on YouTube doesn't really want it. So I'm just like, it's, I'm still making what I want. That's where I can look in there and say, okay, my YouTube audience doesn't really resonate with this stuff. So I'll put it over on TikTok or Instagram and they'll, they'll consume it over there. Versus other stuff that I might do on TikTok or Instagram, that's not going to fly on YouTube. I've tried some of that stuff and it just... You know, it's it's back and forth where, hey, this might work like, oh, some of the videos that I've uploaded vlogs to like IGTV, vlogs that performed well on YouTube over to IGTV. No, it, it bombs over there. Like, really? Doing that? Yeah. Like I've deleted <laughs> them because they performed so poorly. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want that on my record. It's like, nope, I'm just I'm deleting that. It's it's not even going up. So there's there's a freedom in just understanding that. It's okay if my audience doesn't watch everything from me. And if one video performs well and the other video doesn't perform well, and okay, I got, you know, a couple thousand subscribers and I maybe get 200 views if I'm lucky. <laughs> it's like beautiful. At the same time, it could be a 2,000 subscribers and I get 50 views. That's 50 people that at least wanted yeah. that video. That's 50 more than when I created it just for me. So it's like, I don't know. There's, there's a freedom with that, that I'm good. I'm good with, uh, Hey, Charles Nickens saying, what did I catch a live show? Welcome. And then he jumps into, is it flash dance? I'm so excited. Oh my God. And I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose. I better not sing anymore. Otherwise I'll get a copyright strike. Hey, speaking of copyright strike, I had the oh, weirdest yeah. thing. Weirdest thing the other day. One of these 
got a copyright strike on it. For was like, I singing? No. You and I were like, there was dead air for a little bit. And then we were just talking. I had a song in the background that was playing. So it was during like the pre-show. What? But I've already got it. Like that's yeah, already yeah, been, yeah. Already I've licensed. got the subscription. It's already licensed. But the weird thing is it like who put the copyright strike? You know how they're supposed to say what they were. There was nothing. It yep. was just who put it, but nothing on it. Yep. So I, I had that happen uh, this last video. And I don't know why, if anybody out there uses music bed, they're still like a day or two behind. And so I think I released it this morning, but I uploaded it last night. I just got the message this morning saying that the copyright strike just said, because, you know, we, that's yeah. our, that's our song. Cause blank. And anyway, this morning it was, it was stricken from it, but yeah, Matt, same thing, man. No, no excuse, I, no reason. Just as you're still on there. Uh, you get I was, I was looking to see. Uh, so I got to go over to my lives and then put copyright claims. And it's yeah, been, it's I, still I there. Uploaded. I haven't uploaded since the new the new format. Well, I have, but not with the new checks system. Yeah. And so I went to dispute it because I have all the licensing stuff. But I thought, nah, Musicbed has always been behind the times. Let's wait and see if they catch it. They they did in fact catch it, but that's going to be a pain. So they actually they they did now just do it. Okay. So now it tells me what it was and it is the song that was in the background. But at first <laughs> it just said who the copyright owner was and it didn't say anything. So I'm yeah. listening and I'm that like, they're trying to copyright my voice. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> well, apparently they couldn't even figure out what song it was. So they were trying to figure it out. Um, but now that I see it, yeah, it just says it's under review. All right. Well, now I just reach out to Soundstripe and they'll take care of it for me. They'll take care of my light work. But there was that one video I did back. Well, this would have been. Is that vlog pastor season? I think that might've been season two. Yeah. Season two, it was vlogist where we were doing guilty pleasure music. Oh yeah. And I was talking about a uh, culture club and oh, one yeah, of the culture clubs it. and I sang it and they copyright claimed it. What it was that? like, yeah. it was cause, I was and I think it was just this. that 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 and that was like all like I used, I think, three seconds of their music. And then I sang with no music in the background, just my voice. And they claimed it. And I'm like, well, so I mean, can technically you replace. Can you replace? Um, let's see that the hacksmith. I don't know if you've seen his channel. He gets his music right now. He's doing a series called uh, The Mandalorian or whatever. And, he, and they're doing The Mandalorian builds. But they're using music from a guy who. Basically, he, he remade all of those different songs, sound effects and songs. Mm -hmm. But it's the same. It sounds the exact same. How do they not get some sort of copyright strike there? They probably are. They're, They're probably so, still getting it like a lot of those music channels. Views. Yeah, a lot of those music channels are not getting copyright strikes. They're getting copyright claims. So a lot of the music channels like I watch uh, uh, Rumi official. Uh, and he's just all a music channel. And he even talks about it, how he does music reviews and he just plays their song. And he's like, this video will not get monetized because there are going to be enough copyright claims on it. You're going to have all these other record labels that are all wanting a piece of the pie on his millions of views. And he just lets them have them. What does he do? Sells merch. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm, hey, millions of views and I'm selling a T-shirt. 
maybe I'll get a dozen of you that want to buy it, you know, something like that. And that's, that's how a lot of them have to do it. So it's just, yeah, it's other ways. Me, on the other hand, it's like, I'm just going to pay for the music, uh, which by the way, I got a video coming out here really soon. Uh, Probably not tomorrow, probably going to be Monday that you'll want to keep an eye on when it comes to music subscription. Shocked by your, uh, I assume it's a sleeper, uh, by your adjusting audio levels in premiere. (laughs) Yeah. Totally shocked. I, I assume that that one would have been one of those search nah. friendly ones that took off right away. No, I knew it was not going to be. Hmm. No, nobody knows about it. Like nobody knows about it. It took me. I found the hack to that at about the same time. I think there was one video that came out, but it was my first experience with Reddit was I was searching, how do I adjust this? There's got to be a way. And of course, because I do have some computer programming, you know, background and understanding of. Yeah. You have computer. (laughs) I've done everything and anything. You're just sitting on this. Well, so because of that, and I know some coding and stuff like that, I know that especially on a Windows PC, you, I can get in and I can hack, you know, these should, systems. Should we tell them about your time in the CIA or are we just going to uh, save that for another day? I can't talk about that. <sighs> so, what else have you done? Good gracious. Go ahead. I, I've got more jobs than I have years being on this earth. <laughs> um, so the, the thing with that is I knew that there had to be some way of doing it. Like I knew somewhere in the program's code, it's, it's talking about this number. I don't know where to find it. I don't know how to find it. I don't know if I could even override or a lot of programs. They kind of have those um, locked down. So where if you try to do it, then the program just doesn't work. But I found a Reddit page and this has been when did I start using Premiere? That would have been two and a half years ago because I think it was around that first Vlogmas is when I think I started using Premiere Um, because I used Filmora before that. And of course, I'm trying to learn all of this and I'm trying to up the audio and I'm like, there's my audio always sounds quiet. I'm like, how do I get it louder? And I'm trying everything and it's just not working the way I want it. So I just went on a deep dive of the Internet trying to find this. Nobody was doing it. Nobody was saying anything. I couldn't find any answers. I found a Reddit page and they had said, here's how you do it. And they listed out the steps. And I'm like, oh, OK, uh, I think that has now been taken down. But I was like, I, I saved that in, in the archives. I knew where it was. And I was like, you know what? I think I need to do it. Because I was showing, I had to show my screen doing an edit or something. Uh, and it might have been on one of those where I was streaming my edits on Twitch for a while. So it might have been one of those. <laughs> and somebody's like, how did you get the match loudness to negative 14 lefts instead of negative 23? Oh. I should have told people about that when I discovered it. <laughs> so it's like, eh, I'm going to make this video. But that was a shocker. Yeah, I, I guess it is because of how rare it is. Nobody's well, looking it, for it, but and it takes work and nobody's doing it. But I mean, Premiere, make that an adjustable setting. Like, just do it, so I don't have to hack your system anymore. <laughs> and I've had to do it multiple times because. For the longest time, every time I would update uh, Premiere, it would reset that. So every update that Premiere had, I was having to go through and reset it. 
However, now I think because I changed it in not just the regular app, but in the beta, somehow it's overwriting it and it doesn't require me to update it anymore. But I don't know. I just have fun with it. Yeah. How do we get onto that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. And stuff. Yeah. It, you, you're leaving my orbit. I heard 1.21 gigawatts. We're good. Yep. John Hayes says, just got loaded up. It ended up being an off-brand attachment, Jared. Okay. Okay. So, there you go. It, it, uh, are you a John Deere man? Conversation for another time. Massey Ferguson? Should be. It should be John Deere. John I feel Deere. Like you, I feel like you should stay branded. John Deere. Uh, Dennis was saying, or, and this goes back to the uh, Craig Adams idea. Okay. You could make a playlist of watched KC vlogs and add them when you finish them. That's I, way too much effort. That's too much effort on my part. Whoa, whoa. let's <laughs> settle down. Who is this? It, it could Dennis? work, but we're talking, Casey made what, over 800 of those videos? I don't, I don't want to. No. Now, <clears throat> I guess, I think YouTube actually does have a, a history, and I could click there mm-hmm. and go, but then I would have to, yeah, I don't know. And I get into like binge sessions of Casey's videos. We're all set down to watch one and then I'll watch three, four, five in a row. Have you then, completed the second evolution? Or are you still about halfway through? I, uh, I, I think I'm about halfway through cause I'm what on about- where he went to season two, but I think it's season two episode. I like, I don't know, 60 or something. So that would be roughly 400 in. So about halfway, I think. Good gravy. Man, I'll tell you who's capitalizing on all of that. His brother. Oh, Van. I Dude. love, I love, I haven't watched all of them. So I watched, I think the first three or four, but the first one had me hooked. He's, I mean, he's figured it out because it's about absolutely nothing. And you can tell that either, I, I would assume Casey learned from Van since Van's older or whatever. And, and see, but to be what is that. Casey's vlog? Nothing. A, a, a vlog about nothing. What is about nothing? What is the show Seinfeld? It's a, it's a show about nothing. A show about nothing. And That's then, of course, nothing. one of the early episodes, they joked about pitching a show about nothing. <laughs> it's a, it's you, so true, though. A story can be about nothing. It's it's about no, I but how come it is so I watched the first couple of episodes. I'm like, I don't know if I like this. And now I it's one of the first ones that I watch. Every time I don't know if it's repetition, whether it's just because it keeps feeding it to me, whether it's because I I recognize a similar storytelling thing. But Van's killing the game, man. It's it's a great story. I mean, he has great storytelling. That's what it is. It's great story. That's where Casey said it for the longest time. And other people will disagree, and they're all wrong. Story is still king. It, but he tells you, he he. It's crazy to me because he he tells you that this is a story, and it's going to be done in this many parts, and this is like this is this is a story about whatever. And then like he doesn't even use names. This spirited man, and it's very monotone. And it should be. It's all about story. It's people. So good. People go to plays. They go to Broadway to watch plays and you get a bill and it says act one, act two, act three. If you know the typical story arc, you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, but if somebody, if this narrator, Van, is so monotone and like you expect a charismatic. I I remember when we first got into it, it was like (laughs) 
people would ask us, are you normally like that? Like, are you normally as it? Well, yes, I, <laughs> right. I am. Yeah. But there is a little bit of like the camera comes on and I don't know what happens, but you're elevated just to speak. You turn the Man dial up a little bit. Is not. And you're like, this is, this is, should be boring. It's not boring. It should be boring, but it's so good. And he tells you that it's coming and you leave going, that was good. We fixed the doorknob today. Oh, okay. But if we're going to talk about delivery and approach and stuff like that and how it can be boring, what about our Bibles? Not it boring is, in the slightest. <laughs> it is black ink on a white piece of paper. And most of us started out with this old, archaic English language that was so difficult to understand. But it, there was something about what you were reading that just had, it captivated you. It was a story. It was thousands of stories. And it was stories that then pull us into it because we can see ourselves in it. It was a relatable story. Talk about van stuff. How many people are sitting there and saying, I'm a spirited man <laughs> because they're like, or I'm a spirited woman because they relate not to everything, but they relate to something. And yeah. he's, he's just capitalized on a, like, if you're going to do a story about nothing, if you're going to do what you and I do vlogs about nothing, the, the way you're going to make them work is the same way that Casey made it work. And one of the things that everybody said about Casey Neistat is he is relatable. He feels like somebody that you just want to sit down and have a conversation with. And, telling, and that's what works straight up right, right now. My next vlog is going to say, this is a vlog about whatever, just like he does. Well, <laughs> this like is a vlog about going to the grocery store, buying most, some meat and coming home. Most of my vlogs are about nothing. I mean, people see more in that. Oh, so I made a vlog about Jumping in the wrestling ring. I did nothing in that ring. <laughs> I did nothing. It was about nothing. Well done, by the way. But it was, there was a story structure in that. Um, and that, you know, those that are understanding and trying to do that hey, storytelling, we can, we can see those things. Um, and, and that's the hard part is because then I have an idea of, I want to do like today. I wanted to make a vlog today, but I just couldn't figure out how to, how am I going to make this a story? And the only thing is it's going to be about like our Iowa governor um, signed a new law in because House and Senate passed it, which is prohibiting anybody but the governor from putting in a mask mandate. Uh, with the exception of like private businesses. Mm -hmm. So a business can make up their own rules, but it's like our city can't do that. Our county can't do that. Our schools can no longer do that. And they can't tell a private business to do that. The only one that has the authority in this state is the governor. And that's the way that the Iowa Constitution is basically written. So they just made sure that there was a law that verifies you're prohibited from doing this. You can't do this anymore. Good on, and so, man. Right. And it was like, it's a great bill. Because what it does is it puts that authority back into the people. It gives them that responsibility. You know, with schools, it puts it back in the hands of the parents, which is where it should have been from the first place. And it was like this morning on the bus, kids are asking, do I have to wear a mask? And I was like, no, unless your parents told you to. And by now we're in like, what, 18 months of this or whatever it's been. You should know. Flatten the curve, baby. Yeah. You should know by now whether your parents want you to have it or not. Simple as that. So if your parents want you to wear it, 
wear it. If they don't want you to wear it, don't wear it. Like, just do whatever. Um, and so I wanted to make a vlog of that, but it's like, man, how do I, how do I make a story about that? I mean, the only thing I could think of is, you know, lightning, lighting masks on fire and stuff, but it was like, right. how do I, I how do know, I make a story? It just kind of pops up because I don't know if you meant for this to happen, but there were two um, concurrent storylines that were going through your last vlog about wrestling. It had little to do. No, I see something Floating popping up. What is it? Who's name is that? <laughs> Someone? And it says, I have to do something to spice up this Ben Stein conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on. I think there was more to that comment. I've got to log in and read that whole thing because it cut. It only put, put so much of the comment on there. Uh, let's see. Where was that? Go to go to. Where's it at? Where's it at? Friends anymore. I'm pretty sure. I, hold on. How do I get there? Where's it at? Where's it at? Okay. No, yes, it was. I have to spice up this Ben sign conversation. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was awesome. And isn't that great? People buy, you know, go over to shameless plug, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Joshua Verwers, where you can support me by buying me a coffee or becoming a member where you get some behind the scenes type of content and stuff to help you share your own message there on the interwebs. And by doing that, you activate the floating coffee, Jared, baby angel. <laughs> I am. I am so glad you get uh, a kick out of this. That, hey, it's it's hilarious. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I'm I'm like Charles. Every time that happens, I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. So. Where were we at? Oh, two concurrent storylines running. Concurrent you were you were you were about to yes. sing my praise. So come on. <laughs> Let's back up and hear that. I, I was just going to say there was there was wrestling. Sure. But for me, there were two main storylines that popped out and I was curious if they were on purpose, one was the sweater. You couldn't find the sweater. And that was excellent storytelling because there was some sort of tension in it. Are you yeah. going to find the sweater? Is he going to get the sweater before he goes to the match? My goodness, is he going to have to buy a sweater? What happens with the sweater? So there was a sweater thing going on. And then you hinted at early on that that Dustin had something happen. Right. And since that was planted early on, you're anticipating. I mean, you had to watch to the end to see, okay, yeah. we're actually going to see people wrestle and we're going to see potentially something happen to somebody. And um, granted, not all of it is, is in the, in the vlog. Right. Some of us had to dig a little bit further to find <laughs> out what happened, but uh, yeah. So on purpose, the good storytelling, by the way, the wrestling the show that was planning on just being a story of just, I'm going to do this and here's what it looked like. And that was all I had really thought. What happened was I thought everything was in that drawer. So I start recording the beginning of it in here. I go in there and I set in the camera and then it was like, wait a second. So where's that, that at? Was that just so your that was, that was just documenting, which is why I didn't take the camera along when I went to Goodwill. And that was like, oh, such a missed opportunity. I had the camera, but I didn't take it in. Yeah. I went to, I think we went to six different thrift stores trying to find a sweater vest and couldn't find a sweater vest. So I found a sweater and I got home and I cut the sleeves off of it, but I was on such a time crunch to get all that put in that the camera just got set down and it was, it was missed opportunity on some of that. But then when I got in on the edit, I was like, ah, there's still like a there's subplot in here. 
And so I just, I left it. And see that that's encouragement. I, I thought that be. night Dustin was going to like, when everything happened, um, I told him that, Hey, when we get to church tomorrow, I'm going to record a little bit more for the vlog and I'll get some of your feedback. And I had told him that actually the night prior when we had met up, I was like, I could record some now, but we'll just do it later. I'll see you on Sunday. So then Sunday happens and he comes into church and then he leaves. <laughs> it was like, he's not there anymore. And it's like, uh, everything got, I mean, all the plans went out the window. And then as I'm driving him up to get his rental car, it's like, I, I still wanted to record a little bit of something. Are you okay putting something on here? And he's like, well, what? I'm like, whatever you're comfortable with, I'll make it work, whatever it is. So, and that's, that's what he was comfortable with at the time. And it was like, all right, I'll make it work. So, and he even said on the way up, he's like, man, maybe we'll leave this out. And I was like, all right. I mean, I'll have yeah, you say something yeah. at least. So they see you. So and that's like, okay. just, that was just documenting yeah. the process and stories came out of it. That's, yep. that's really encouraging to me. And it should be to anybody else who vlogs, because if we let the kid not let it run all the time, but if we can catch some of those things as they happen, that, that yeah. makes your story for you. I thought they were on purpose. I'm like, man, no. okay, I wonder if he's creating tension here with this sweater deal because it's a sweater. Who doesn't have a sweater? But <laughs> it kept it, you watching. It was not. And honestly, like if I had thought, if like I knew at the beginning I was going to go to all these places and just find a sweater, I've got sweaters. I could have cut the sleeves off those, but I wanted a specific sweater vest and I missed another opportunity to create more tension where I had a pink sweater vest in my Amazon cart that I was planning on ordering just in case. And then all of a sudden here it is Friday and the show's on Saturday. And I was like, I was supposed to order this yesterday. <laughs> it was like, oops. So no, it was, it was just documenting. And I think what I've, I've started to realize because we talk about documenting so much that you just kind of document the journey. And then when it gets to the edit, we cut so much out of these anyways. Oh my, yes. And so what I've kind of done is I've taken the approach of almost like what reality television does minus the scripting portion. But you think about reality TV shows, they've got cameras recording 24 seven, but all we see is a 60 minute version of it. 42 right. minutes. If you take out the commercials, right? So it's like how many 168 minutes a day is or 68 hours in a week. I think something like that. So they've got like 160 some hours of footage and they're putting less than an hour in it. They're leaving a lot out. So that's where I'm just going to start capturing stuff. And as I was going through it, once I got up there, I started to realize, okay, there might be a story here. And I think that's probably what they do in some of the reality television where they're just recording to seeing what happens. And all of a sudden a story starts to appear. All right, let's look at this. And let's go with that, which is why I took my camera with me, but then I didn't use it. And I was like, I don't know if this is even going to work. And I should have, I should have just remembered Seinfeld, a story about nothing, or, you know, a TV Such show about nothing. A beautiful balance, isn't it? Just yeah. thinking through, like you want to have your camera running all the time. But uh, Jesse just made the comment yesterday about my vlog that just came out today. She said, you know, well done on taking three weeks of content and putting it into, into six minutes. You know, and I think if I could do a better job of organizing my footage, yeah. uh, I wouldn't lose so much because 
there's just a mountain. It's almost right. I think we talked about this last time, but it's almost discouraging when you go to edit that thing and you've got <laughs> four hours of content over three weeks. And, and I think you were the one who said it on the oh, it was on my live stream. It was on my <laughs> live stream last week. You said, dude, break that stuff up into like a mini series yeah. or something rather than just trying to tackle three it, weeks of Instead of doing one big one, yeah. Instead of doing one big one. It's just a balance though, isn't it? Like Well, and that's what we did. What we did when we did the uh, uh, Vlogpaster season, was it 2.5, 2.1 oh, yeah. or whatever it was, yeah, yeah. the Vegas trip. That's essentially what we did. We we recorded everything and then waited till we got home to edit it out. Mm-hmm. And so part of it was, I don't know what this one's going to be about. And I think we talked about it one night in the hotel because I said, well, I'm just going to break it up as like the first episode is me just showing up and meeting up with you and there we'll leave it a cliffhanger. And then the next episode is going to be, uh, the conference. And then the third one is kind of us hanging out and we're leaving. That was, was like, that was, you remember that when we met in the, in the hallway or I was, I was introducing the audience to you yes. basically and how we left it. We did not even script that. We <laughs> didn't script it, but we both answer the door with cameras pointing at each other's feet. <laughs> just like, it was, it was perfect. Well, and I, the next day, whenever or I'm walking up and I'm talking and I, I can't remember if I signed it on or signing out and you grabbed it. We didn't even talk yes. through that transition was brand new at the time. Right. And I'm just walking and talking and you took it and I, yep. I signed out of it. It was like, Oh, and then we you, were, you yeah, we were in the hallway and you just kind of, you were walking and I saw you extend and I just, <laughs> I just grabbed it away from you. You're like, cause I think we said. How did we know that that's what we were going to do? I have just no like, idea. Yeah. Or the third episode, the final sign out. And you're like, I love you guys. We'll see you in the next one. And you get ready and to do the half flip. And I throw it over top. your head. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> and that was like. Picture perfect. Like the, the hat and the throwing. It was just, yeah, it was a good trip. But even like that trip, that was us taking a bunch of footage that we had and then we had to filter back through it. And I think we even shared some footage back and forth too, because there was stuff that I had recorded and stuff that you had recorded. And so we kind of asked each other back and forth. So we didn't really have it too well organized, but we were able to get through it. You know, and we still miss major elements. Like uh, Diana was barely in that. Diana was right. a huge part of hanging out at that conference. Same with uh, Henry. Yeah. Henry was there. Henry was yeah. not even in any of it, really. No, I think there might be like one or two scenes where Henry is there. Um, yeah. And it's kind of in, in the background, but yeah, there was, there was so much. And then there was that, uh, the other guy that we had lunch with, uh, was it, is it just the three of us? It was me, you and Henry one night or one afternoon. Yeah. And then there was the other guy that was sitting next to us. Um, I don't remember his name, but either he was, he, that was a good conversation too, but there was just so much we, even that we recorded that we didn't do. Yeah. But yeah, for me, it's just, eh, just, I'm, I'm just grabbing stuff. If I have an idea for something, I'll record with the idea in mind. If I don't, then I won't. I usually try to record with something in mind, but I'm not married to that something. Like I'm willing to let the footage change things up. And even like when we did the editor swap, you know, the one that you gave me, you know, with that editor swap where you're sitting there and saying, Hey, uh, here's all the footage. And you even started like, I could see what story you were trying to put in there uh, or where you would go with it. But as I watched through all of that, I'm like, mm, I see a different story. Yep. 
would have never like, guessed, which is interesting. I never would have guessed that for you. Uh, I'm trying out an editor on the work side, not on the YouTube side, on the on the work side. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing that, like, I was impressed with what he came back with. It was very similar shot for shot. But I shot that event like you gave to me. You know, like, these are the shots that I want to use. Yeah. This, this is the story. And he didn't have much of an option. But when he edited it, it's like, oh, this is great. This is going to work out fantastically. I can yeah. trust him to edit with my vision. But not so the other way, whatever. It's like, I'm just filming and documenting, and right. I think this is where this is going. It, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Kind of crazy. Comments and- yeah, let's do a couple more. Uh, I know mom had one in here for you. She said, Debs. be patient with me, Jared. Um, and then she had a sad face. She's like, I saw your video posted this morning, but I have had a very busy oh. day. It is on my to-do list with a no, thumbs up. Debs, I know you're good for it. I know you're good for it. You're <laughs> always She'll be in there, the comment yeah. section. Well, and it was a different day that you posted it too. And yeah. we've even noticed that with, when we do the live stream, we had a certain audience on Thursday mornings. Yep. And then when we went to Wednesday, we lost some of that audience. Like Clint yeah, was one of them that Thursday mornings he was there. He can't make it the other one. And then here we are on what is today anyways thursday Thursday. night (laughs) and charles is able to catch in charles is over in china and it's like now he's he's waking up i'm sure right now um so he's able to kind of catch us um and then we had uh uh facundo that yeah never seen him around on the channel before and he came over from trace but that's awesome that here he is in uruguay is it uruguay or uruguay is it kind of like, Uranus? Uh, what is it, the ukulele or is it the ukulele? Uranus. Uranus? Is it your or your? Uruguay? <laughs> Uruguay. <laughs> Kiera was filling out an application the other day uh, for a job and she's like, uh, there. Which there is it? Right. Is it E-R-E? <laughs> Y apostrophe R E or E I R. And I'm like, uh, English I'm, hard. I'm on the money with that every time, unless it's somebody who is a grammatical Nazi. And then I just slip it in there like the wrong one. Oh yeah. As much as if, I can. if somebody, if the grammar police show up, Oh, you best believe <laughs> there ain't nothing. I won't do. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so, Oh, wait, hold on. Dustin says, go ahead and tell the story. He's given us permission. So for those that don't know this story, <laughs> Dustin decides to take a giant cross body block Beautiful. off the ropes with Beautiful a guy man. that is almost as large as Dustin is. And Dustin is not a small man. He's bigger than me, wider He's than a me. mountain of a man. And you got two mountain of men both colliding trying a cross body block guys jumping you catch him you try in an ideal situation the perfect way to do it is the guy that is catching him here's how intricate this is here's how intricate this move is what you need to do is as the guy is jumping you have to know where his hips are at because a guy jumping off for a cross body is turning and your arm that is up needs to block the hips if you don't and i've seen this happen many times and you go the other way The hips come up, you pull them in, it winds up on the bridge of your nose, and you wind up with a broken nose. So you have to watch his hips. Arm that goes up is wherever side his hips are on. You try to wrap around the midsection and chest, and you pull them into you as tight as possible, creating no gap. Ideally, 
chest to chest, and then you hit at the same time and you hold tight. However, these are large men, which means your arms aren't going to be able to reach all the way around. On two by twelves. On two by twelves. And then you hit. And that guy isn't all the way on you. And now he hits again. And you're now springing up because it, it gapped and it sprung. And yeah. Oh. oh. What that means is now oh. you have five broken ribs. Dustin, my <laughs> so. man. Like you could see it. I think you made mention of this Joshua offline, yeah. but you could you could see like that hurt, man. Yeah. That, that just the. Not knowing anything about wrestling, just seeing hits like that in in a lifetime, you could tell that one that one smarted. Yeah, this is like the air out of you and goes. Yeah, this is like when people say pro wrestling is fake. (laughs) No, it's not. You can say that it is choreographed. You can say that it's staged. You can say that it's predetermined. Those are all acceptable to the wrestling community. Fake is not one of those because the injuries are real. Yes, we take every precaution not to get injured, but it's kind of like, uh, and I think I heard, uh, who was it? It was um, the the father of Shawn Michaels. It was his dad, who's, I want to say he was like an army guy. So he didn't like the idea of his son getting into wrestling. And he said his entire lifetime, what he would refer to it as is that wrestling is an athletic soap opera. And it and when you think athletics and WWE, they do a great job. They call it sports entertainment, which is true. There is a sport fashion to it, but there's a lot of entertainment to it. Um, So whether you call it pro wrestling or sports entertainment or an athletic soap opera, it doesn't matter. It's a physical. Simulated fight. And we're not trying to hurt each other, but we go in knowing that somebody's probably going to get hurt. And then you have Dustin that. Saying That's I didn't cry you. until he got to church. It's, um, it's amazing to watch you guys as athletes yeah. and and performers do your thing. I mean, whatever level that that was incredible. I looked professional yeah. to me. Whatever level, but like you're nuts at the same time because <laughs> right. A lot of you aren't spring chickens running around that ring taking hits that holy cow. Well, that's are, the other thing about Dustin is it's like he's been out of the ring. Like I, he hasn't wrestled a match. And at 13, 14 years. And he's not in it like back then he was in a lot better shape and now he's not in as good a shape. Just like me back then I was in better shape back then. I had abs. Now I have ab. (laughs) So it's like, you know, you could see some definition. Now there's no definition back then. I was in shape. Now I am a shape. So it's like (laughs) you had all of these things that were adding up. In my mind, this is not going to end well, which is why I did absolutely nothing. Well, here's here's the plan from here on in, Dustin. If you run into anybody on the street, (laughs) your sheer size, don't wrestle them, man. Just just be you. Nobody's messing with you. I promise you. Yep. He he didn't have to do much. So, uh, oh, hey, Sonic Grace saying, hey, dudes, up, uh, he was here as well. Uh, good to see you in the chat. Um, Eliana, Dustin says she says hi and can't wait until the end of June, beginning of July, um, which is when. Reagan, my middle daughter, is going down to South Carolina to visit them. 
cool. Well, I mean, technically my mom's going down because they got an anniversary coming up and she's going down to, you know, hang out with the grandkids. And she just thought, and Dustin just thought, "Eh, how about I take her with? Did, uh, not to prolong, I can, I get the answer later, but like, did you guys decide on the anniversary trip or idea? There was a couple different options out there. He'd asked us a couple, a couple weeks ago. I thought maybe we'd follow up. Don't ask me. I can't keep track of hardly anything these days. Um, John said that those guys were from Australia. Been a while since I watched them, and I don't remember them talking about any of that before. This is the how ridiculous the the episode that I watched and you guys will be able to find it. But the episode that I watched was that uh, it was dropping like bowling balls on exercise balls. Oh, yeah. I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah. And they talk about it. It was just within a week. But yeah, it's like pretty much right out the beginning. Within like just the first few minutes, they're singing Father Abraham. One of them is, and then a few minutes later, yeah. Well, when, so, when you when you think that somebody, you, you can tell, you know, they they look like yep. believers, they sound like believers. You're like, oh, but they're not quite anything. sure, right? And then they just come straight out with it. Yeah, it's like dude, perfect. Yeah. I mean, you you typically most people wouldn't realize that until you hear a little bit more of the story, or you start to hear them talk about church or how they did this in youth group or you know those things, and then. That you or me? That's me. Sorry. Dog, <laughs> it was like dog was, tags. What are the dog? Oh, I was gonna say. I was yeah. like, what, what? it was like in surround sound, and I couldn't tell if there was a dog behind me. And I'm like, when did we get these? My bad. Um, no, <laughs> it was good. It was just, man, these are good headphones. Maybe I should do a review on these headphones. That's that's pretty good. Um, okay. What Joshua? He's yeah. He says I'm not sure if it's my truck or if it's static. I hear John. You probably heard static earlier. There was a lot of it, um, but it could have been your truck, which by truck, he did say, I'm a John Deere man. Our okay. church actually is an old John Deere Deere dealership. That's right. Although I have been caught on plenty of red tractors or even a pink tractor, and I'm about to buy a blue tractor. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, so. Okay. I got you. Uh, my, I've got family members that used to work at John Deere here, so. John Deere, got to be John Deere. Um, let's see. Genevieve says, still a no find on the vest, but I'm not done cleaning stuff out yet. <laughs> this is true. You got you to you go to an Instagram picture, like a selfie. Once you, once you once find, I it, find it, yeah. See if it still um, fits. Mom says, Jared, Josh doesn't have to create tension. Some days he just lives in it. <laughs> oh, damn. Come uh, on now. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Charles saying, I first started reading and studying the Bible and came to the Lord in the Samuels. So Ooh. not boring. Uh, not oh, boring. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah first boring. and second Samuel. Those are those are fun ones. Come on. So that's that's some John Wick kind of storytelling right there. <laughs> right. It's like whoosh, off with his. I love doing that where I'm talking like I do a sermon and I'm using, you know, David and Goliath type of a deal. And by this point, I think most people have heard the story, right. at least especially in our church. So I don't need to go through the whole thing. So I just talk about, ah, here's David. And, you know, what does he do? He goes ahead and he whoosh, and then grab him. Whoosh, and just like <laughs> real, real quick yeah. acting out. And it's always, it gets people when they see me like lift up the hair and then, and then blah. So, I don't know. It's, it's always fun. It, I, Hey, I do things that just entertain myself. I was going to say, then you smear yourself in blood. Are you not entertained? <laughs> 
I should do that one of these next sermons. That uh, would be hilarious. Ah, oh, David Rowland in the house saying, What's up, David? I've had several failed blogs due to not having enough footage. Glad to hear you guys saying to shoot a ton and edit it down. Yeah. All right. So let me give a couple uh, thoughts on that portion of it. If you don't have enough footage, set in front of the camera and add some extra footage by doing some talking head. You set it up in those situations. Hey, we were we went and we did this and then you kind of fill it in and you can cut back and forth from this day to that day. Doesn't matter. People are going to to watch it and find you can get a ton of footage and then edit it down. Yeah. Here's the one thing to that. You need to be able to try to have somewhat of an organization to it. Unless you want to watch back through all of that footage. So what I typically do, because I'm not the most organized person, what I should do is I should have a notepad where I'm kind of like, oh, I said this and then like write down the time. So at least I can go back in the footage and kind of get a a similar timestamp to know, oh, it's this clip or that clip. I don't do that. So what I typically do is I will not record any other video or I won't edit another video until I've edited the one that I just recorded. So at least all of that recorded footage is still kind of fresh on my mind. And then I've at least got a short-term memory log of where that footage is. The problem that I run into is where I try to record a vlog and then another vlog because they're intertwined. And then all of a sudden I'm not keeping track of anything and I'm, I'm lost. And then I just set it in a storage folder and that vlog is never to be seen. Yep. So that would be my, but documenting, just hitting record and then you can edit it down. It does work. Um, but like, and you've seen, I think with Jared, you've been doing that where you, you don't move on to the next video until you've got that one edited. Yeah. And it, I think it does help. So yeah, which he says, it takes a while. Great tips, David. You're very welcome. I I think that's, that's really helped me, uh, is doing it that way. Um, I just I picked up a new tool in the toolkit, which you just mentioned, man. And I can't stress it enough, though. The if if you're missing something, you can set it up by going in studio. Or if, like I noticed in the in this last vlog, I didn't give any context to the tables that we had built, and it was just like they were there, and I have footage of it because I documented yep. it, but I never sat down and explained what was going on. So yeah. I hopped in the studio, kind of gave a setup to it, and then went back into the the clips that we had. So uh, that's a that's a new tool in my kit. I try to, I try to stay out of the studio cause I've always hated that whole talking head thing, but it's necessary in order to tell a story from time to time. Yeah. And I think Trey Van camp maybe does one of the best with that, you know, going back and forth in between studio, but he does it from his computer. So he kind of does that He'll where do the pause. he pauses, pulls it out. And so it's like, Oh, Hey, I was editing this. And by the way, I forgot to mention this. I've seen others do that and it works so well. Casey's done it. You know, Casey and I sat many times. I've seen him do that. I've seen Peter McKinnon do it. Uh, Trey does it a lot. I probably watch more of his vlogs than the other two because, well, those other two aren't really creating money vlogs. Although Peter's back into it now that he broke his hand. Um, so that type of stuff, I think that works too. And if you want to get kind of tricky with that, you can do it. But if you just want to do a simple cut, and then go and talk about it. Uh, one of uh, Gene Nagata, Potato Jet, one of his recent vlogs, he did the same thing where he just like paused it. 
And then it switched scenes and there he is. And he's like, hey, I forgot to set this up when I was talking about it. And here it is. And it's this and that and the other thing. And then he hit play back on it. So it was like he just had to do that little bit of a setup and clarification. So I've seen several do that thing. That's another thing that, like you're saying, it's works well. Mm -hmm. It works so well. I kind of want to do it at times. Me too. <laughs> when I don't, I, I, when I don't need to. I'm using it more often. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to do this, but it is kind of cool. So maybe I'll just start doing it, even though I've already set it up. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, well, Dustin I, I says he's tall or tough as a $3 steak, though. So thought I'd put that in there. Which. Three dollar steak. Tough as a three dollar steak. Yeah. What was that reference to? That's uh, tough. By the way, that's really five tough. broken ribs oh. and hurt. Yeah. Crying at church, but oh, he's feeling better. Kind of. <laughs> Still hurts, but. <laughs> Yowza. Uh, I want another one here. Charles said it's seven forty a.m. there, Ooh, so blah, blah, blah. they are yeah. uh, thirteen hours ahead of us. And he just got off the subway on the way to the office. There we go. So he says he usually then. wakes up at four thirty. <laughs> I'm looking forward to eight more days of school, and then I don't have to wake up at six a.m. Hey, you're going to drive bus next year? No, that's right. <laughs> no, that's right. No, no, is that no like, chance. You're going to speak it into existence or is that like, really Oh no, I okay. like really like they <laughs> feedback. You guys can let me know here. I'm going to ask a question. Put yourself in, in this hypothetical situation. It's not hypothetical. It's real. You get a, a new guy that's supposed to be the new transportation director. That's like 28 years old. Oh, moving in from the other part of the state comes in wants to meet up with everybody shows up sitting around just chatting with people drivers happen to ask hey what about the roads they've been kind of iffy and he, we're talking to our current transportation not the new one yet what are the roads like yeah they're nasty just stay in the middle of the road josh don't put it in the ditch again fair enough Okay. Another driver says, Hey, have you heard back from the principals about that problem child? Nope. Haven't heard back. This driver says, well, I sure hope I don't have to listen to any Asian porn again on the bus to which the new transportation director says, Oh, well, I've got the solution to that. Just grab a chair and a bag of popcorn. In this hypothetical situation, you happen to be hypothetically me. Not Would you drive next year? It's not hypothetical. <laughs> no, no chance. Wow. Nope. I, I, do I think it was literal? No. But to even joke He's about that. To cool. To even joke about that. You have shown me. You have opened your mouth out of the abundance of your heart. Your mouth has now spoken. I want nothing to do with that type of a behavior and I'm not going to be associated with it. Nope. You've shown how immature you are. You have shown how cool you want to be rather than being professional. Nope. Plus, what time do you got to get up to drive that bus? <laughs> 6 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I'd rather be editing because I didn't go to bed at 6 a.m. There we go. <laughs> no more daily vlogging. 
<laughs> yeah, no, we're good. We're on the same <laughs> yeah, page on that. We're, 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 we're not we're doing good. that. Yep. We're good. Uh, so, yeah, just let me know. Would you guys, would you drive? I wouldn't drive Would, bus, would you go back? If that was the type of joking and humor that was coming from your new boss, would that be your new boss anymore? I don't know how you get away from it. We were just having that conversation this morning. It's a deeper topic that we could probably save for another time. But, man, I don't know how you get away from it. It just is the culture that we're in right now. And it's like, meh. Would I like for it to be? No. Is it what it is? We're talking about a school system. I know. These are children that are doing this and you want to joke about it like it's one thing it's one thing if i'm working in a like a production environment where i've got you know grown adult men that want to be crass like that if they they do that i kind of expect that behavior do i let it go without saying anything no i tell them yeah shut it when i'm around no i don't want to hear it right i think it's rude I think it's derogatory and demeaning. I think it's so disrespectful, not just to me, but to anybody that might be associated with that. No, not acceptable in the least. And I make sure that they know that I don't want it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to be around it. Choose a better conversation, at least when I'm around. When I'm not there, do whatever you feel like. I don't care. But if you have any amount of respect for me as a human being, don't do that. So I would say that, and I've done that many times, but like, <laughs> this is the guy I'm supposed to be working for. Eight no. days. Eight days. Eight days, contract for the school year's up, won't be signing a new one. I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah, not happening. Uh, Dustin says, cruise got canceled. Now Danielle may be teaching summer school during the anniversary. Oh. Oh, bummer. Sorry, man. Yeah, they'll figure something out. Yeah, he and he Those just cruises, just said, but we will find something to do during fun to do during anniversary. Yeah, yeah always find something. Did they extend you or did they refund you? Uh, just message me. Message me later. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, I don't know how that long it? we've been going. How long have we been going? Two hours. A little yep, over two yep. hours. Yep. Ecamm tells me two hours, three minutes and 44 seconds. So, I think that's good. Good on us. Because uh, restroom break for me. You yep. Know that's all I got. Coffee, I've went through two of these, which means I've went through a full pot myself. So now I got to deposit. Hey, by the <laughs> way, thank you for all of you that bought coffee and got to see the floating angel baby, Jared. It's she rest hilarious. In oh, he, oh, he rest in peace. Yeah, it's 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 a he. I think that's the pronouns that he prefers to use. That's what he prefers. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Been a great stream. Uh, hey, if you haven't already checked out Jared's vlog that he dropped today, head over there. Link down in the description below to his channel. Head over, show him some love, say what's up. Uh, and until next time, stay blessed, enjoy God's best, and have a great however long it's going to be.